Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. Welcome, everybody. Episode 93 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the big M. Yes, momentum. It's a word that we hear thrown around quite a bit in network marketing circles. We know it's a good thing and uh, we hear people talk about it. But if we're honest, most of us have never really seen it or maybe we're not sure if we have. So today I am going to debunk the myth of momentum. It is not Bigfoot. It does actually exist. And it is something that you can intentionally create in your business. So I'm going to explain to you what exactly is momentum, what are the benefits of it. And I'm going to talk to you about three different types of momentum that you can create in your business. And I think this will be a really, really important discussion for some of you. And it might open your eyes uh, to some things that you might need to start doing in your business right now to avoid a decline at some point in the future. Before I get into that, I do want to announce our winners from our big contest from the last episode. As many of you know, uh, I opened up enrollment for my membership program last week, and we had a ton of new people join, got some great things happening. But I promised that I would select three of you that took the time to leave a review for the podcast. And uh, just want to express some gratitude for all of you that did that. There were uh, a ton of reviews, and I read every single one of them. And I really, you know, these things really fuel me to do this. So I don't want you to think that they go unnoticed. So I appreciate every single one of you. But here's our winners for the week. We've got three winners. Each of you is going to be getting a one year membership to the Legacy Leadership Academy. Now, if by some chance you've already enrolled or you are a member, if you let us know that, we'll either refund your membership or we'll extend if you're a monthly member to an, uh, an annual program, and that'll be on me. So our winners this week are number one, Trudol, T-R-U-D-O-L-E. Our second winner is Saratoga Reading Mama. That's Saratoga Reading Mama. And number three is Frankie's Mom 17. So each of you, if you're listening to this, hopefully you are, just shoot us a message at support at bobheilig.com. Let us know you were one of the winners and we'll get you right into the membership program. Got a lot of cool stuff happening there. But let's get into the topic for today, momentum. And I think this is going to be, regardless of what level you are in your business, this is going to be a really, really valuable discussion for all of you. But I want to ask you some questions. Have you ever wanted a business that can grow without you having to be involved in every little aspect of that, doing everything for your team. Or maybe you've just wanted to feel more confident in your ability to lead your team to success and help people have results. 
How about this? Have you ever wanted people just uncontrollably drawn to your business? Have you ever wanted the type of culture and environment that if a prospect gets near it, they just kind of get sucked up into the excitement and enthusiasm? And how about this? How about a team, not just you, but a team that is seeing results and having you wake up every single day truly excited about what's happening in your business. Now, I know this might sound like a fairy tale or a pipe dream because many of you really haven't seen that, but I'm telling you, all of these things are possible and the key to getting there is creating momentum. Now, let's start off with defining momentum because here's where I think a lot of people aren't necessarily sure. Here's the definition of momentum that I use and that I'm going to use for this episode. Momentum is a lot of new and excited people following your system and getting results. That's momentum. A lot of new people, they're joining, they're excited, they're following your system and they're getting results. Now, there are three types of momentum that I want to cover in this episode here today. And this is where I think it's really important for all of you to understand the difference. We're going to talk about number one, personal momentum. We're going to talk about company momentum. And then number three, and this is really where the focus should be for all of you, we're going to talk about team momentum. It is so important for you to understand the difference between these three different types of momentum. So let's talk first about personal momentum. Personal momentum is when you are personally seeing results in your business. Things are happening for you. You're getting customers. You're getting recruits. You don't seem to have an issue with creating success. But the problem is that's not necessarily translating to your team, okay? So it is possible to be in personal momentum but not have your team experiencing results. Now, I will say this though. The first step to creating team momentum is you must be in personal momentum. See, we must be leading by example. We can't expect our team to do something that we ourselves are not doing. Leadership is always leading by example. That's the easiest way to influence the people on your team. You don't, you don't want to just tell them what to do. You want to show them. Now, here are the keys to developing personal momentum. Number one is focus. Number two is consistency. And if we're honest with ourselves, these are probably two of the hardest things for us to do in our business. It is so hard for us to stay focused every day on the income producing activities and the things that we need to do amidst all of the distractions and things that are thrown at us every day with consumption and social media. So your ability to focus on what is most important and consistently do that over time, that will be the number one thing that will lead you to the results you want, which creates personal momentum. Now, as I mentioned earlier, leading by example is critical here. And the other thing we realize about personal momentum, it's the way that you show up in your business. See, we had a previous episode that I taught something called the success equation. And a big part of this kind of formula for creating success was the intensity of your effort. The way you show up every day will determine whether you see the results that you want. You can't go through the motions, right? Slow and steady doesn't win the race. Success loves speed. So you have to set the pace for your team. So many times I'll have people ask me, they'll say, Bob, how do I motivate my team? They're, they're not doing anything. They're complaining. 
There's nothing happening. And my answer is always the same. You want to know the best way to motivate your team? Go out and find a new team. You go out and you recruit three, four, five new people. I can almost guarantee you this. It will wake up some of the people on your team. So we are always leading by example. We're setting the pace. We need to have the mentality that no one on our team outproduces us or at least out efforts us. And you want to know what? It's not always going to happen that way. And when someone on your team does outproduce you or out effort you, you are their biggest cheerleader, but that needs to be your attitude. But as I mentioned earlier, personal momentum, it is a starting point, but it is not enough because if it's working for you, please hear me very clearly in this statement. If it works for you, but it is not working for your team, then I want you to realize it isn't working. It only works if it is being duplicated by the people on your team. So I'm going to help you really bridge the gap between personal momentum and then how to eventually get to team momentum. But before I do that, I want to talk about the second type of momentum, which is company momentum. Now, I want some of you to understand, there are a lot of you that listen to my podcast that are listening right now, that you are fortunate enough to be reaping the benefits of company momentum. Company momentum could happen in a number of different ways. You might have joined the right company, right? A new company at the right time. It caught fire. It's kind of the new bright, shiny object. It seems like there's always a new something every six months that everybody wants to join. And, and there's a rush of people. And it's literally like you can't do anything wrong. Everybody joins. Your check just keeps going up. And life is great. And if you're in that scenario, then hey, congratulations. It's not a lot of people that get to uh, benefit from that. Could be a release of a new product. Maybe your company comes out with some sort of a new product, etches fire, people love it, it goes viral, it injects a ton of excitement and enthusiasm. And it literally, it's like it's selling itself, everybody wants it. That could create momentum. You know, there's any number of things that could happen that could create company momentum. And sometimes, this could literally last for years. You might be a part of a company that has had a meteoric rise and it is doubled or tripled or quadrupled in size and things are amazing and it's literally like you can't do anything wrong. And if that's where you are, I want to say, hey, be very grateful. But I also want to deliver a very important message to you and I want you to hear me loud and clear. Do not take your success that is largely a result of company momentum for granted. Because what you must understand, eventually, company momentum will slow. It is inevitable. I, it, it's through not necessarily any wrongdoing of the company, but the normal business cycle is you cannot grow exponentially year after year. Eventually, there will be a plateau. And in even some cases, there is not only a plateau, but there is a slight decline. And I see this happening all the time. It's, it's, I'm not going to name names of companies, but a lot of you are going to maybe know who I'm talking about. I see companies right now that have gone through meteoric rises and, and exploded to you know, 200 million, 500 million, a billion dollars, and company momentum is now slowed. And a lot of these leaders will reach out to me and they will be freaking out. They'll be like, I don't know what's wrong. Nothing's happening. It's not growing. It doesn't matter what I do. And it's almost like their business falls off a cliff or that's what it feels like to them. And here's what happens. This is inevitable. I've been around this profession long enough to see what goes on. People freak out that are in these companies. They um, react and they go join another company. 
thinking that the company was the problem, not understanding that the normal business cycle is designed to work this way, right? If a company does the right things and nothing fundamentally changes in that company, maybe they have to go through some growing pains, a new back office, new systems, customer service needs to be beefed up. Look, companies are not perfect. There is no perfect opportunity. But if a company is still inherently on the right path after that plateau or slight decline, you'll eventually see another growth spurt. But so many times leaders freak out and they leave during the plateau thinking the company was the problem only to go to another company and realize that the exact same things that they did not do in company one during the growth cycle will only lead them to the same frustrations and the same lack of growth in company number two. Understanding company momentum is very important. And here's what I want you to really hear me loud and clear about. You must be proactive during the company momentum, if you're in it, to make sure that you are building a solid foundation for long-term growth. Because anytime somebody reaches out to me and you know from these companies, like, Bob, nobody's growing. I say, that's not true. It's not true. I guarantee you, if I look close enough, I could find leaders in your company that you tell me nobody's growing, that they still do have businesses that are increasing teams that are growing and people that are having success. And you want to know the difference between them and the vast majority of everyone else? They've not understood what I'm about to teach you, which is if you build the right foundation and you focus on creating team momentum, it can mitigate a lot of the potential downside of company momentum slowing. So if you have the right approach, even when your company slows, if you've built the right way and you have a solid foundation, you can continue to see growth. So really, here's the key focus for all of us. It's learning how to create team momentum. This is the third, and this is the most important one. If we want to win, we want to help other people win. And if you want to achieve true freedom in your business, and long-term lasting success, team momentum is the only way to get there. See, here's the beauty. When you've got team momentum, you can literally walk away from your business for as long as you want, and it will not skip a beat. I remember one time, I'll tell you a quick story. I was actually on uh, an incentive trip for our company that I won one year, and it was in the beginning of January. And it just worked out. It was really kind of weird where we had an incentive trip. And then almost like a couple of days later, Shannon and I had another vacation plan. So it was like I was almost gone for the entire month of January. And before I really understood the power of team momentum, I can remember having anxiety about this and almost wanting to cancel the trip that Shannon and I had. Because I remember saying to her, I was like, babe, you don't understand. I can't go away for almost a month. Like My business is going to fall apart because I still had this limiting belief that it was all about me, okay? That I didn't understand that it is possible if you do a good enough job developing other leaders and creating a culture where people are not dependent on you and having that foundation that it wouldn't matter if you were not there all the time. So I can remember I had been following and implementing a lot of the stuff that I teach you now. I had been implementing, but I didn't yet understand the true power of it until I experienced it in that January. And what was really crazy was, I remember the week we were away on our incentive trip, I had during that week, at the end of that week, I had the biggest month ever that I had had in a single week for growth. Now, mind you, I'm sitting on a beach, I'm sipping my Coronas, I don't even have access to my phone or internet. I'm just there relaxing. First couple of days, I was like freaking out. But then eventually I was just like, Bob, let it go. It's, you know, control what you can control, have fun. 
And at the end of the week, I had my biggest week ever. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm finally starting to get the importance of building other people and creating a culture where your business doesn't need you. And then Shannon and I went on vacation and the same thing happened. And that month, I literally had my best month, my best commission check ever in that business by one and a half times what it normally was. And it was in that experience that I really started to understand the power of team momentum. So I'm telling you, every single one of you can create a scenario just like this by focusing on what I'm going to teach you now. So there are three things that are absolutely required to create team momentum. Here's what they are. Number one, you must give people a clear outcome and a goal. They must be crystal clear on what they are shooting for. What is that next rank advancement that they're going for? How do they get there? Exactly where are they in relation to that goal? See, a lot of people, they know where they want to be, but they're not tracking every day where they are in relation to that goal. You got to have that kind of clear outcome in goal in mind. And by the way, these three things apply to every single person, regardless what level they are on your team. The very new people, they just got started. What's the 30-day goal? They need to be crystal clear. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you make if you do it, right? The mid-level people, what's that next rank advancement? What do you need to do to get there? What areas of your business do you need to work on? Do you need to go out and recruit more people? How much money are you going to make when you hit that rank, right? You need to get crystal clear on where you're going. Here's the second thing, accountability. Accountability must be present at every level for every performer on your team. Now, these things are not going to apply to everyone because quite frankly, probably 80 to 90% of your team, they're not even committed to their own business. They're not coachable. They're not motivated at this point. It's, never to, it's not to say that they will always be that way, but you're only always going to be working with 10 to 20% of your group at best. So these are the people that I'm talking about, but the ones that are committed, the ones that are willing to go out and, and work and they have a desire, if you're not holding them accountable every single week for what they're doing or not doing and constantly reminding them of where they are in relation to their goal, then you are failing them as a leader. The third thing you need is transparency. There must be a scorecard. Look, if you look at every great company, sales organization, every great organization that's out there, they have all these three things. Those people that are a part of that organization, they know exactly not only where they are, but they know where they are in relation to their peers. And I will tell you, public accountability is a very, very powerful motivator. You know, I've had people sometimes say, Bob, we don't like doing things like posting our top 10 list because we don't want to offend people on our team. And when I hear people say that, I'm like, you don't understand leadership. You don't understand how to motivate people. Now, the people that you may offend by doing that, guess what? They're the ones that aren't doing anything anyway, because why would they be offended if they were on the list? You want to know what? The ones that are doing something, the ones that are out there working, those are going to be the ones that are motivated if they're not on the list. But then the other side of it is this. People are motivated different ways. Some people are motivated just through friendships and relationships and lovey-dovey, and that's what they want. They just want to feel good. But there's a large portion of your team that doesn't get motivated by that. They need to be motivated through these things. And if you're not doing these things because you don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers, then you're not leading the people on your team that actually are going to be the ones that produce the results the proper way. 
So you need transparency. You need a scorecard. I need to know not only where I am, but where am I in relation to my peers? And if you can implement these three things at every single level of your business with your best people, I'm telling you, it will be like night and day. You will not believe the way that people show up differently and how much more effective you're going to be able to lead them. So the question is, how do we get these three things in place? Well, that's what I'm going to share with you right now. But let's understand this really important thing first. Team momentum only comes as a result of duplication. And duplication happens only when there are simple systems in place. It is so important for you to realize if you want to create team momentum, which is the key to freedom in your business, everything rises and falls with systems. And if you do not have systems in place, you will never, ever see momentum. Let's answer the question, what is a system? So a system is very simply a standardized set of tools and instructions on how to complete a task. And the thing is this, if you want to create duplication, you must have systems in place in key areas of your business. And I've actually, over my experience of building um, a seven-figure business in the profession and then having worked with thousands and thousands of people as a coach and a mentor, what I've done is I've taken all of this experience and I've worked with people of all levels, all different types of companies. I've identified that there are five key areas that regardless of what level you are, what product you're marketing, it doesn't matter. You must have systems in five key areas if you want to create duplication. Here's what the five key areas are. Number one, you must have a system for prospecting. There needs to be very, very clear instructions on how to get a customer and how to get a new business partner. There must be a standardized opportunity presentation. That's number two. There needs to be a way to automate the process of sharing your opportunity with people that are interested. System number three, you must have a simple process for onboarding or training your new people. Quite frankly, the number one reason why people struggle in this area is they overwhelm people with too much information. Number four, you need to have a system for leadership development. How do you determine who you spend your personal time with? And once you determine who that person is, what the heck do you do with them? Is there a plan? Is there a step-by-step process? Or is it just kind of, if it happens, it happens. If not, then oh well. System number five is recognition. People will do more for acknowledgement and recognition even than the financial rewards. Because think about it, a lot of new people, they're not making money or making a lot of money. And what keeps them around is feeling appreciated and feeling recognized. So those are the five key systems. And I will tell you, if you're lacking a system in any of those five areas, that very well might be the reason why duplication is breaking down for you, okay? Now, here's the other thing. In order to be effective, These five key systems must have four components, actually. So we've we've talked about the five systems. Each one of them must have these four things. Number one, they must be simple. Look, here's what I know about simplicity. It is easy to make something hard. And I think a lot of you have found that out already. But it takes a lot of dedicated time, thought, and effort to make something simple. And I'll tell you, one of your number one roles as a leader, one of your number one responsibilities to your team 
is to make sure you have simple systems in place in these five key areas. Number two, it must be clearly defined. So many times I'll ask leaders that I work with, hey, what's your system for so-and-so? And they struggle telling me what it is. And I point out to them, look, if you don't know what it is, you really think your team knows what they're supposed to be doing? If it's not clearly defined, if it is not written down on a piece of paper, like paint by numbers, that level of simplicity, elementary, like a third grader could do it, then the system is not going to be effective. Number three, your systems must be tools based. You cannot put too much into the hands of the person that's doing that thing, right? Third party tools would be prospecting. It would be videos and recorded calls for a standardized opportunity presentation, a recorded webinar, a PowerPoint, a PDF. For onboarding, it could be a document that outlines the simple steps. You know, I was always taught, Bob, if you can't fit your entire new rep training on the front and back of a single sheet of paper, you're giving them too much. Maybe it's a video that goes over getting started. Um, for recognition, it could be using your Facebook group, the insight, using Facebook Live as a form of recognition. Doing things like posting a top 10 list or whatever that might be, there needs to be tools that you're using. And then the fourth and the final thing that your systems must be is action-oriented. Everything you're teaching people must be geared to making it as simple as possible so that they can get in, get involved, and get to work. Action-oriented is a big missing piece for a lot of systems. So those are the four things. Simple, clearly defined, tools-based, and action-oriented. Now, here's what I want you to ask yourself. Are these things present? Do I have five you know, systems in those five areas? And do I have these things? It'd be a really good way to kind of audit. You know, A couple of episodes ago, we did this whole thing of a time audit for your business. Well, we teach this inside of our membership program. We teach our students how to do a systems audit as well. And we deep dive into these five different areas. But why are systems so important? Well, systems actually create something called boundaries. And this is critical for you to understand. This might be one of the most important concepts as a leader that you could ever really internalize. Boundaries are made up of two things. What you create and what you allow. And what I want you to realize is if you do not take 100% responsibility for this as the leader of your team, you're always going to struggle. And here's what this means. And this is sometimes a hard thing for us to hear, but we must be responsible for this, that if you're not happy with what is happening on your team right now, you most likely allowed a lot of those things to happen by not creating clear boundaries. And this is what our systems do. Our systems create the boundaries around what should and shouldn't be happening. As a leader, we are constantly reinforcing and messaging these boundaries to our team. And the more that we do that, as these boundaries become clearer and our team starts to uh, follow them, boundaries are what facilitate the three things required to create team momentum, which we mentioned in the beginning, which were a clear outcome and a goal, accountability, and transparency. Boundaries are the things that actually do that. And this is the reason why systems are so important. In closing, here's the question I want you to ask yourself. I want you to think long and hard, and I want you to answer this. Is your team culture people-dependent or system-dependent? 
And I'll tell you, if you're lacking clearly defined systems in the areas that I shared with you, then the answer is people dependent. If you are relying too much on the talents and the abilities of all of the individual people on your team, you're never going to see team momentum. And this is the number one reason why you're probably not there is because you have a people-dependent culture. So I hope you got some value out of that lesson. And I've got something I want to throw out to all of you if you'd like some help in these areas. So maybe some of you are listening to this and you're thinking, Bob, man, this is like, I'm finally starting to understand I don't have a system for prospecting or we don't have a recognition system. Maybe you're starting to understand there are some holes in your business. So you're like, I don't know what tools we would use. Well, I want to let you know that I've got something that um, I am really excited about that I really think can help you. So for the first time ever, I'm going to be doing an event on the West Coast. I'm going to be in Santa Monica, California on November 17th. And we are doing a very, very special one day. We're calling it the Momentum Intensive Workshop. And what I'm basically going to be doing is from nine to five, an entire day, we are going to be digging in deep. I am going to be walking all of the attendees in detail through the five key systems for duplication. So we are going to be talking about prospecting, teaching you how to create a standardized opportunity presentation, going over onboarding, leadership development, and recognition. And all of the other attendees, we're going to do this in a workshop style where I'll be teaching, showing you examples training, and then we're going to be breaking you out into smaller groups to share with one another what you're doing, what's good, what's not working, best practices. And at the end of the day, we are going to have you leave this workshop with a binder that I promise you will literally be the key and the plan, the blueprint for you creating team momentum. You're going to walk out of that event, everything you need to create massive momentum in your business. Now, this is going to be a high-level training, just so you know. And we are limiting it to 100 people. There are not a lot of spots available. So the first 100, that's it. We can't take any more. We need to keep it a slightly smaller group so we can really leverage the group workshop dynamic. But I'm telling you, it's going to be so powerful. So whether you're just getting started, you're already high in your business, it's going to be for you. We're going to go over stuff. The sooner you can learn this, the better. Now, if you're interested in checking out the details, potentially attending, all you have to do is go to bobheilig.com forward slash summer tour. It's actually the last stop, not technically summer still, but bobheilig.com forward slash summer tour. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. But if you know you need to be better in this area, this is going to be the event for you. So Having said that, I hope you got some value out of the training today. I hope I've given you some insight into some things you can do differently, things you can do better. And um, I hope that you'll be on your way to creating more team momentum in your business. So as always, love all of you. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you soon on the next episode. 